Uh, welcome to the Tone Jerks podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and joining with me today is uh, the lovely... Kyle McIntyre. Oh, yeah, he's here. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, get into it. What's uh, what's new in your life, Kyle? What's new? What's shaking? What's grooving? Um, I recently got a bad ass. I mean, for me, it's a, it's a, it's kind of changed my life. All right, get ready for it. So it's, it's a backpack. Okay? You got, <laughs> I got a backpack. A, a Jansport. Yeah, it's a Jansport. But no, actually, it's an East Pack. I couldn't afford. <laughs> couldn't afford the Jansport. It's too rich for my blood. Yeah. No, I got a backpack. Uh, it's kind of. It's. I would say it's even like a. It's a tactical backpack. Very tactical. Yes, and it's. It's like a. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's technically a bug out bag. That, that's what I've been building. So I have like a med kit. <laughs> There's like a bunch of people yelling outside. Yeah. You grab that bag and I'm, bug them out. Yeah. Well, they're bugging me. Yeah. All right. So you got your backpack. Yeah. So what's uh, what's so special about it? What's it's just a really nice bag. It's not a big. It's almost, it's almost it's like halfway between like the backpack you'd wear to school and mm-hmm. the backpack that you'd wear hiking. Okay. So it's not a big backpack but it can still carry a lot it's a, so it's a hybrid yeah I, I got a hybrid finally i've been waiting a long time <laughs> Every, you know. everybody's talking about how fuel efficient these things are yeah this thing waited for no, the, no like fuel the, on this line wait for the eighth gen on these and now they're good yeah but uh yes yeah, so i've actually done some hikes recently here in san diego but i've been kind of visiting the same spot over and over again just kind of testing if i'm you know, trying to get fit, you know, I'm trying to just get healthier. Um, been hitting the same spot and seeing how fast, not how, I mean, I'm not like doing Olympic trials here. <laughs> You're booking it up there. Yeah. So. Well, we uh, went we, on, we yeah, went you on. and I went, right. We went earlier today. Yeah. And boy, that's a, uh, boy, are my arms tired. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's <stupid. laughs> um, Yeah. No, that's a doozy. Like I'm, I'm used to like running like around my neighborhood or yeah, on, on a treadmill. I'm like, oh, I can do like five miles. No problem. Just like bu- bu- bust it out or whatever. I can, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, I, you know, it's not going to whoop my ass. But I'm like, as soon as we got up there, I'm like, oh my God, my legs feel like a jelly. There's a real difference between running <laughs> like on a, a treadmill. bowl full of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> between running and like, oh, we got to hike up here. I'm like, wow, this is, this is fucking doing something. Yeah. So, so we, we did like a 1300 um, feet in elevation. Nice. It. it I'm like, it, I was there. I'm like, yeah, nice. really cool. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So we go on mission trails. It's not not anything that crazy, but um, it was a little warmer today, so that kind of slowed me down. Yeah. And I'll blame it on the weather. On the weather. All right. Well, that's cool. What uh, What inspired you to get a backpack and start going on well, these hikes? Just. Uh, I'm glad you asked. Okay. Um. You're aware uh, a lot of companies do this thing called Black Friday sale. Yeah, and I, I yeah, totally we, bought into that. Yeah, we talked about that last episode, and you said you didn't buy anything. Yeah, well, I had You left me in the fucking lurch, and I was like, hey, guys, what'd you buy for Black Friday? Crickets. Yeah, well, I didn't buy anything for Black Friday. Oh, well, it's okay. Cause I that was it. on, I think we did it on Black Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. The next day... I happened to buy a bunch of stuff, so all right. So this was, and I'm hurting so for that, it now. That was <laughs> your credit, your credit card. You're like, oh shit, yeah. You got to pay that back. Oh man, but uh, that's cool. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to stay active because I, I'm not. I mean, let's face it, you're active on the forums, but you know, yeah, you're getting, getting your feet pedaling. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I think it's 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 definitely fun. So I'm glad you've. I think it's really about like finding something that you like. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) I fucking (laughs) no, I hate that fucking thing. I don't like Uh, it. I hate it. So I've done it three times in a week. The same thing, and I think I gotta change it up, or I'm gonna like burn myself out. Probably trying a different different trail. Yeah, I'll probably hit a different trail, or or maybe do an easier one. Just get out still, but not. Is it the one I've been doing? Does like like there's a lot of. I actually fell today, so if that's yeah, it's pretty slippery. So, but I'm okay. Don't worry about it. He's, uh, this is his last podcast. He's going to be dead. Yeah. My <laughs> shoes came off. I died. He, he's done. All but, right. Well. So that's uh, what's new. I mean. It's, it's good. Yeah. So hopefully I'll keep this up. So since that was all gear related. Yeah. Well, well no, it was it's, gear. It's gear. You got your, your, your backpack, your new gear. Yeah. I like it. I, I think it's, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and it's like people can talk just about their, you know, 
things that aren't related to the topic. And I think it's interesting because I think that's why people listen to podcasts too. It's not just like, oh, stick to a fucking topic. Ugh. Well, you can read a magazine. So can, whatever. Anyway, let's talk about my bullshit. Yeah, what, what, what did you do? What have you been up to, Brian, besides burritos and, yeah. uh, and falling, quinoa? Falling and, down a hill and shit. What, um, yeah, you fell slower than I did and you were able to keep your feet under you. I fell a little quicker. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> slipping and sliding. No, I've been... Uh, Trying to, I, I keep telling myself that I'm not buying anything, but I'm buying a few things so that I can uh, sell a few things. <clears throat> so I have like a really nice snare drum. I don't play drums. I bought it years ago with the ambition of being like, oh, this is going to be great to have. Like, and I'm going to play drums. It's going to be great. You know, I'm going to be the next Travis Barker. Yeah, no, it's fucking. My parents say I'm amazing, so yeah. I might as well do it. <laughs> My mom says, you're great. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. No, so uh, that dream is gone. I'm going <laughs> to sell that fucking thing. It's like, it's way too much snare drum for me. It's way too much snare drum for most Boy, drummers. What is it, an OC? It's an Orange County custom. Uh, back when they used to actually make them in Orange County instead of China. Yeah, but where is Orange County? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. But um, so it's a, it's a really nice snare drum. It's 15 ply, yada, yada, vented. And the whole thing is it's like one of the lugs broke. I was like, okay, I wanted to put it up online to, or, you know, Craigslist or something to try and sell it. But I'm like, it's got a broken lug. And I know it's like a small piece. But and someone's going to lowball They're going to lowball. It's like, oh, that's going to, that's. That's going to cost you 600 bucks right there. 150 bucks right there. You know, I'll give you 40 bucks. I'm like, yeah, but this thing, you know, I, I'm. It's a nice snare. Anyway, I, so I, I, I did some digging. I finally found, took forever to find a, like, a uh, number to find this replacement part. Cause like they don't, and set, like they're like, you know, custom lugs to this company. So I'm like, I would have to either buy all brand new ones or like try and track down this one lug. I couldn't find anything on eBay, nothing on reverb, nothing. No, even like, you know, clones or whatever. So I found it, and I, you know... They don't much, call them clones outside of the guitar world. It's called a reproduction. Okay, a, a Chinese reproduction. Pop, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't Back even... The story. I couldn't even find this. So I'm like, okay. I finally tracked it down. It's just like really old looking website. It's like, you know, like white background, black lettering, Times New Roman, and you just type in your information and send it. I'm like, and it kept... Ref like it wouldn't load the page. So I'm like, all right, I don't think it actually sent. But it actually, it did. And the guy got back to me within like 10 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, I can help you out. Call me, you know, at this number. So I did. Yeah, and he's that like, dude's been waiting for like four years <laughs> for like, someone to use that like, website. Yeah, because I'm like, this website fucking sucks. Um, so anyway, so I found that. The guy took care of me. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the damage? He's like, uh, it'll be about uh, $2 shipped. For, we'll ship it for free. I'm like, jeez. Oh, God. So anyways, I'm looking forward to getting that. And awesome. Get my snare drum replaced or fixed or whatever. And then I can finally sell it, get some money in my pocket. And then I'm... <clears throat> I had to get like a new piece for the, my bridge on my Les Paul that I'm trying to sell. What uh, was missing? Or well, it was way way back in the day. Like I I put in like a different type of bridge, like a Nashville bridge instead of like whatever uh, ABR tunematic yada yada. That's a lot, Kyle. Your face is like what the hell? Yeah, I shouldn't even ask. Yeah. Anyway, so these parts I did it for the sake of our listeners. And <laughs> so I, these, sorry, everyone. These parts is basically just like to attach the bridge to the body, and it wouldn't fit back when when I was like I was like 19 20 I'm like oh this doesn't fit so you know what I just took my dad's grinder and I ground oh <laughs> this God. thing down and to shoved it in to make it fit and it did and it's been like that for years and so I took it apart and I'm like oh let me clean this I'm like oh shit I jerry rigged that a long time ago I can't sell this and then somebody gets it and they look at him like what the hell did this guy do I'm like I was like a kid and I was trying to like you know it was like back when I was saying I was like I would just you know, go fix my own guitars. I'm like, oh, I'll fix this. Oh, that doesn't fit. Let me just grind it down. Sparks flying everywhere. I'm like, yeah, this theory. Go shove that in and it fits. Kind of hammer that in. Perfect. So anyway, I got this like replacement part. So I'm trying to, fix, you know, finish that, clean up my guitar, put it on Craigslist, hopefully get some well, cash. You know, in we encourage everyone to be able to work on their own stuff. Yeah, but we just learn, don't want Brian working yeah. on your own stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't have me work on your stuff. Yeah. You know, or, you know, Read a book and then do it. <laughs> don't yeah. just be like don't, oh, don't let don't let the Brian's of the world discourage you. Yeah. So so anyway. So it's, and I'm just trying to get my stuff cleaned up, looking good, looking pretty for the camera, so I can sell them. That's all I have been up to. So uh, we have a couple topics. Do you want to jump into them, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about like uh, the toys, the accessories, the yeah, it's like things the, to go, things to make your life easier i guess yeah in in guitar and bass 
So not necessarily, not guitar, not pedals, not amps, but like the accessory type things. Meaning like, you know, like those random things of like, oh, you know, new knobs for your guitar or yeah. whatever. So I figure we can kind of talk about a list of these things, maybe give them a little bit of a light. And maybe people haven't heard of these. So let's do it. Yeah. So uh, one one that I have always see that you have is barefoot buttons. Yes. So they makes your, basically it makes it a lot easier to, to tap on a pedal and not have to find it with your foot. Yeah, it's these metal. Switch. It, yeah, it's these metal. It almost looks like the size of a bottle cap, maybe bigger. It's like it attaches to the top of like a normal foot switch. So anything but like non-boss style, pe- yeah. you know, foot switches. You kind of attach it there, and it just uh, locks in with like some Allen screws on the other side, and it's like completely removable. It doesn't like alter your pedal at all. And you pop it on there, and the whole point of this originally was like their marketing was like, oh, you can play barefoot. Barefoot yeah, buttons. but who does that? I don't reggae people. Yeah, well, like they they're original, get a job. Their <laughs> the original video was like this, like super like like reggae out dude. He's got <laughs> his dreads. He's wearing bare feet. He's doing like, like he's, he's wearing bare feet. Okay, he's not not yeah. Okay, okay, dickhead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to call you out on that. All right, he's not wearing shoes. He's has his bare feet. He's tapping on his pedals, whatever, clicking them on, tapping tempos in, stuff like that. And he looks like he's just like ready for this video to be fucking over. He wants it to hit that fucking bong. <laughs> he's like, are you guys <laughs> fucking done with this? He's ready for those nachos. Yeah, it was like a Kickstarter. So maybe this could also be like Kickstarter-y type things. Yeah. Or like things that you're like, oh, that'll never work. That's but actually cool. they it's do. A, it's a aluminum, so they're pretty sturdy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually painted a couple of these for you. Yeah, to match a pedal. Or yeah. Match a- I've done engine enamel before, which uh, that's worked out pretty good. Um, we'll see. I mean, yeah. It looks cool. Um, done just like simple spray paint. And yeah. we'll see if that wears off. It probably will. Yeah. So they, originally I found them on Reddit mm-hmm. back when they were doing their first Kickstarter. And then people were like, everybody was just like, oh, these are, you know, fucking dumb, dude. Oh, it's like, because they're like seven to, I think, might be 10 bucks. I can't remember how much they are. So they're not cheap. People are like, oh, just play with shoes on. Who cares? I'm like, to me, I like them because I play with like throw your foot in that direction and you, you it's easier to hit things. So if you're playing live and singing, like I do, like I play guitar and sing, I'm like, okay, I want less things that can go wrong. The better. If I want to hit this fucking button, I can hit the fucking button because it's like at least like four times the size. Yeah. And I've, I've one of your pedals, I think I did like a deep red, Mm-hmm. color and it looked really cool actually with that pedal yeah but i think you got rid of that pedal since then i did cool thanks thanks bro yeah so next topic i guess <laughs> so you <laughs> know i have a lot of these barefoot buttons on my pedals i have them a lot on my live board which so i have a my fractal fx8 has actually all of the buttons are barefoot buttons. but they're just like bare aluminum right they're just yeah like- so it's they have you know a bunch of different colors but to me it's mainly just i can hit these settings so quick hit them on the fly, and I'm like, I'm not missing. If I miss them, then I'm like, I really fucked up. So, and those are made, where are those made at? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I They're a U.S.-made product, whatever. Okay. Um, and then you have other other brands that are similar. Like Other the, brands are starting to, like, bite on that same style. Yeah. Like, Moor. Moor. They started do, doing, like, plastic ones. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know, they're pretty cheap. I think they're, like... 10 for 12 bucks or 10 for 15 bucks so they're pretty cheap and they're plastic and they kind of just pop on and you know they're gonna they kind of stay on there yeah they can they can come off but i don't think we've seen them yeah i have one of those i got those from when i went to nam they had like a big bucket of them so i was like (laughs) (laughs) they were like hovering around me so i was like oh i pretend like i'm like sampling something like oh i mean oh i've never seen these before put in my pocket kind of walk around go to a different booth and come right back I'm like, I'm going to grab a couple more of these. I'm like, oh, wow, these are buttons that go on your pedal. Oh, that's cool. Like, But like, wear a hat. I'm like, oh, buttons that go on your pedal. So I, I took like- Oh, you know, monsieur, these are, <laughs> these are pedal buttons. Uh-huh. Like, talk with a different accent. They just look at me like, the fuck is this yeah, guy's problem? It's the same guy just over and over here. again. You think so, you're so clever. I'm like, <laughs> you're that guy who snuck his friends into like, the I'm theater. Like, I'm like dick dastardly. I'm thinking like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got a fucking real surprise here for you. Taking all your buttons. So I, I got a couple of those. They're fine. They work, I guess, just as well as barefoot buttons, but they just don't look as good. Well, what, what's the other option? Just not having it. And nah, yeah. For just, you, you, you like being able to just 
find that button real quick. Yeah. But for someone else, it may not really. Need yeah, that. it may not matter for them because they're like, oh, you know, I just I don't have a problem hitting your, my pedals. Cool for you, dude. So basically, what you just said is you bought into this gimmick. Yeah, it's a great gimmick. I did. Yeah, no, I, I I I like the idea too. But for me, yeah. I don't ever turn any pedals on. I just run all my pedals all the time, you except do. for my tuner. Yeah. <laughs> I never use that thing ever. <laughs> I tune my ear. It's more natural that way. I thought it was tuna. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, tuna sandwich. Well, and then there's other things like uh, was it stomp shields. Yes, we just got some of those. I've seen these. Uh, your boy, Dustin from Thrice has these. And that's how He's I not my it. boy. He doesn't okay. know me. And, and, you know, I don't know him personally. Yeah. I met him and him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jacket. So, uh, yeah, I, I know like one of their songs, Deadbolt. They're cool. Right? That one song. <laughs> The song was done like in 01. You're like going to you kill, kill me. Like, you had 16 years to like even listen to a, one song from them. I met him. I was like, dude, are you going to play that song, Deadbolt? He's like, dude, I'm signing autographs. Play Deadbolt. <laughs> you're like two feet away. You're yelling, play like, Deadbolt. Play Deadbolt. Anyway, so these stomp shields, what it is, it's like, what it is. It's like it a is. cage, right? Yeah. It kind of goes around. You replace the knob on your, you know, pedal. So it's like what the... You know, it could be your volume knob, whatever, something that you don't want changing, but you're able to adjust the setting on it. So it's basically, yeah, I guess you literally have to pinch it from the side. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a safety knob, you'd like on a doorknob, you'd put so that kids can't yeah, escape. Exactly. In the middle of the it's, night. it's, yeah, exactly. Kind of like, like that. Like you have to really want to change the, to, the setting. And it's not like hard to do. You just have to like do it from the side with the yeah. finger. You can't just like kick it with your foot and yeah. change it. Because I'm pretty clumsy. So. That's a great product for me. So, and, and then one of the reasons I got those, because I'm like, oh, I'll get five of them. Because your pedal board, you got a new compressor. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. But you should probably introduce I mean, it. I should, maybe, I should, maybe I should finish first. Yeah. So we got a new, uh, Kyle got a new compressor. And the thing is, Kyle, he is not a pedal compressor guy. And so we talked about the MXR. And now. Yeah. We talked about the MXR compressor, the base one that shat on us last time. And it... You know, whatever, cool for them. They were, I mean, I'm yeah, actually stoked. They actually really nice. They replaced it, and it was really nice. But I'm like, eh, it was a hard. It, that was a hard pedal. Like it had like six different switches or whatever. So it's like to find, you know, exactly yeah. what you wanted. You had to like spend four hours. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like figuring out like a crack in the code. I'm like, yeah, oh, it was what, a good pedal though. So and once we, like it took us like couple, like a lot of tries to figure out like what actually works for Kyle. Because sometimes it would compress too hard, and he's a more dynamic player with a pick and stuff like that. But we, I wanted a better signal going into the, you know, computer or whatever, and easier to, you know, for sound guys, yada yada. And so once that crapped out, I'm like, okay, well, I kind of don't really want to have this MXR thing that is like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, it might it may go happen out again. again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean. It was, it was something really simple, though. It was right? an op amp or whatever. Yeah, that we probably could actually just change it out. Yeah, but I'm not going to. If they're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the best track record with fixing things. No, we can do it. We Well, you know, we can, but we're not going to fix it. I still have that one pedal that I built and yeah. then haven't used it because yeah. it doesn't work. So, um, okay. So, uh, a company called Ground Control Audio, they actually endorse playing without a pilot. I have, uh, you know. We're in that band. Yes, the band that we're in, they don't endorse the podcast, but I'll talk about them anyways. They actually came out with a, like, it was the same day that I'm like, oh, this compressor is going up bad. I got an email saying that, oh, we're having our new compressor coming out. You, you know, we're going to release it soon. Like, but you guys, if you wanted to purchase it now, you know, get a little bit of a you know discount or whatever, you can before we release it to the public. So we did. And the guy was like, you know, he's super, you know, super cool. He uh, sent it out to us and then we, tried it and it's actually like a few you know four knobs but kyle like he was able to dial in right away he's like oh this sounds great it's perfect yeah. brian makes me sound like i'm really stupid no he's just a now. smart smart guy because <laughs> the, the the coolest thing about this pedal one it's it just sounds so great you can actually dial it like brian said really quickly but also the artwork on these is amazing yes it's a very cool uh artwork so i know i I mean, all their pedals are actually, like, really bitching. Yeah. I use the Amaratsu uh, preamp that has, like, the Japanese sun goddess Amaratsu. It's, like, really cool. Like, I think two-color yeah, design. Yeah, you eat that shit right up. It's so great. They made that pedal for you. They yeah. Don't, they, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this one, has, you know, it's the Serpens. I don't think we said the name yet. No, Serpens we didn't. Compressor. Serpens compressor. It's not a bass compressor. It's an optical compressor. It's kind of just 
for whatever. Generic. Yeah. But it sounds fucking great. I'm glad because it sounds good and it's easy to dial it in and it has cool artwork. So that brings us to the Stomp Shield. So we wanted to save the settings because if we're bringing it in and out of a bag, whatever, the settings might get... Because we have like a, a pedal gig bag for the pe- Kyle's pedal board. Yeah, I'd say the set, the knobs are pretty sensitive. Yeah, so if if we pull it out of a bag or you have to throw it in with your cables or whatever just to get off stage real quick, your knobs are all fucked up. So then you're going to be that guy on stage. Oh, let me twiddle my knobs. Something's then, wrong with my pedal board. Yeah, let me twiddle these knobs <laughs> and make it sound good. So I was like, okay. So sometimes what I do is I tape the you know the pe- pedals down, the settings or at least the knobs. Or I t- yeah, put tape you, down. You would do that on a pedal that you hate. Yeah. I you, love this pedal. Or you put you know tape down and you mark your settings or whatever. Yeah. So your Sansam drew on it, I think. Yeah. We you know, we uh, <laughs> you know can draw just draw on that. But this one it looks the whole artwork takes up the whole thing. So it's like, oh we'd be a fucking sin to yeah. fuck this thing up. And then the stomp shield, you kinda it's the same size as the knob. And we're talking about all this shit, but it's like some of these things are visual, so we will post pictures up on our Instagram. Or not, just do your own research. Or maybe we'll do, you know, like in the show notes too. Yeah. All these things are cool. Whatever. Yada, yada. Stomp Shield. So we have your settings saved, basically. And the thing, what they said is like this will, these things won't break. Unless what are they you, made out of? I, I didn't get a chance to even feel them. Aluminum, like, I believe? Probably. Oh, I don't know. It's probably, probably steel. Probably. You're probably right. I would assume that something that small, you wouldn't want to make it out of aluminum. You're probably right. You know, I probably saw the boots that I wear. The boots. We're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Make these out of tungsten. These are made for walking. (laughs) Okay, so I think that's really cool because it saves the, makes the pedal look, you know, keeps the cool look of the pedal, keeps the settings. And I think we've talked about um, this next one before. Uh, You have two guitars that have them in it. Yeah, I don't. Pretty invasive. So, we, yeah, we talked about. I mean, we can talk about this real quick. So we just have a list of things that we kind of been back and forth, like talking. So you don't want to talk about this? Yeah, one. we can. We can. We can. Okay, because we, we don't right. have to reveal it. We could bring it up later. Yeah, we can just like yeah. for, the, for the for the viewers. We don't, to, at home. we don't talk about Evertune bridges at all. Yeah. So Evertune bridges, like I've gotten flack about this, like online people talk shit. And it's like, well, why don't you just tune your guitar every time? So what the bridge? Let I me mean, go back. What an Evertune? I hate tuning. What an Evertune bridge is. Is like a whole, it's almost like the size of a Floyd Rose system that you have to like basically carve out your guitar, put this thing in, and through different springs and sprockets, whatever magic, it keeps your guitar <laughs> in tune. And sp- it's, it's, it sounds like your guitar is like steampunk now. Yeah. <laughs> it's very steampunk. Yeah. So, what it does is, I, I kind of don't know. It's like it keeps the tension of the string, it means it'll keep it constantly in tune. And so, whether it's weather or you're bending it or, you know, friction or changing or whatever. You drop it or something yeah. on accident. It keeps the tension of the string, the pitch of the string. So you're able to keep it, you know, in tune, which is kind of what you want with your fucking guitar. Keep it in tune while you're playing. Well, I mean, I know. And it's not a cheap and cheery thing either because no. it costs like 300 bucks and it costs like another two to, you know, 250, 300 bucks to well, get it's installed. Very invasive. Yes. Your, to... your guitar cannot go back after this. No. Carve the sh- back out of it. Carve like you know, like I said, a si- Floyd's rose size thing to fit this in there. But it's kind of it, to me, it's perfect for live, and it's like kind of even well, in studio, people you love know, it. Gibson's. I mean, I know Gibson's. You have to tune the hell. Yeah, it's like a design flaw with their headstock. It's like the G, the way it, the G string just won't stay in. T- <laughs> it won't stay in tune because of the way the headstock bends and the angle. Yeah. It's too far and it pinches at the nut. Um, the G-string pin- <laughs> pinches Pinch- at the nut. Yeah, write that one down, Brian. Okay, yeah, great. Good job. So you can you can transpose that to a bathroom wall somewhere. All, all the low-hanging fruit. I'm just going for them. Yeah. Okay, but, so I, I had problems with that, and I finally, like, took the dive and did the, uh, the Evertune. But everybody, like, online, like, you should just tune your guitar. That's normal. Just tune yeah. your guitar. No, I've song. never tuned my guitar. Yeah, I, I pulled I it out of the factory box and just started playing People it. People were like, oh, I've never had a problem tuning my guitar. I'm like, yeah, because... Are you playing on stage? Yeah, when you're in your bedroom, it's like, yeah, guess what? You can stop in the middle of your fucking jam or whatever. And you <laughs> in know, the middle of your garage band session. <laughs> yeah. Or your yeah, your garage band session. And just fucking tune. Yeah, I understand how to tune a fucking guitar. Anyway, it's it's a cool product that I can see the negatives because one, it's expensive. Two, your guitar will never go back. You can't like you can't if you decide you don't like it, you're done. 
you can't return Evertune Bridge to them, I don't think. Probably. Well, it's it's a selling plus too. I mean, if you're going to flip something. Yeah, like I, I not that you're going to buy a guitar specifically to put a Evertune and then flip it, and, you know, try and make some yeah. scratch off it. I don't know. People have because you probably won't. People who have backed Evertune, like my friends, who are like, "Oh, this is great." They're like, "No, your guitar just went up in value." I'm like, "I don't think so." Yeah, because maybe are, someone. I mean, because I know that you've looked at guitars and you're like, "Oh, dang, that already has an Evertune in it." Yeah, I've seen like Mexican fenders that have Evertunes. I'm like, "Oh, dude, I would buy." Someone's that. already done the work. Yeah, they've already done the work, and they just decided it doesn't work for them. Or I've seen like Epiphone Les Pauls. I'm like. I would buy that because it has an Evertune in it. Because you've actually had to take your guitars up to LA. Yeah. Have a specific. Well, so not everyone will do an SG. Yeah. Because they're so thin. Mm-hmm. But this one guy would would do it, and it works. Uh, to me, I've been doing it for. I've been using an Evertune for over a year, well over a year, and I love them. They're perfect. They're great. But I understand that people wouldn't want to because you can ruin your guitar, quote unquote, ruin your guitar. It's. I can do it with a pocket knife, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll just etch it out. Chop that shit up, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I, I get the downside to that, but I like there to me there's so many positives for doing it. If you have the right guitar and you have the money to do it, it's really worth it. What else you got on your list there? Um since it's spoiled now, the fourth wall's broken. Yeah, we have a list that we're we just off of. Strap locks. I think those are those could be gimmicky. Yeah. Well those could be like oh, I don't oh, think so. For, could, they could be useless. For well, someone who's dropped guitars before, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's me, but I did it. I, I, I'd, I've i dropped, when I was in high school, let's just go back. When I was in high school, didn't know any better. Just grab a guitar and start playing. I wouldn't check to see if the, the strap had been inverted or if it was clipped on correctly. And I learned my lesson the hard way. Picked up a brand new guitar. I think the guy had just bought it. It was like a, I don't remember what it was. A, Brian knows a Moog. No, no, it was like a replica. It was it was like a synthesizer t- style s- guitar. I don't know. No, it was a Godin. Godin. Okay. So it was like it's it's your like dad blues lawyer exactly. Type guitar. You know, it's like they think still, it's cool, but it's also like kind still. Of, I'm in high school. I don't have a job. Yeah. If I drop one of those today, I'd probably say I was doing the guy a favor, but. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I was just playing around. Yeah, and things looking gnarly. And it like gross looking. Yeah, and the, the way it like disconnected, and it didn't just like fall straight. Like it, it didn't fall like to your feet. It like swung off of my body mm-hmm. and threw itself onto a concrete cinder block in the garage. Yeah. So, yep. I go. I love strap locks because I do dumb shit like that. So yeah. I <laughs> I understand strap locks. I think they're important. But I use duct tape. I tape all my guitars down, which is like the downside to that is like now you got tape on your guitar. But that'll come off. Yeah, I mean, whatever. And then or... Your stupidity um, though is I, left with you forever. Yeah, I've seen people who use these, those rubber gasket Grolsch washers or whatever yeah. from like Grolsch beer bottles. Could you say Grolsch one more time? Grolsch? Yeah, is that uh, is that Dave Grolsch? Does he own his own yeah. brewery? <laughs> he he decided Foo Fighters is just not happening for him anymore. <laughs> I think it's a German lager. Or it's got to be a German. If you said it was like, oh, it's from Santa Barbara, I would not believe it's you. a lager. Yeah, a couple of my friends have been doing that. Uh, Roland, friend of the show, he started doing that to his bases. So that works out because he doesn't, you know. He didn't want to add strap locks or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the factory put them there. Why remove them? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he he keeps that. I think because he's you know tra- changing on a couple bases and stuff like that. And also, it's a cool look. Yeah, I've seen people. It makes it easier to change your strap if you want. I mean, it's just a little rubber gasket that yeah. slides right over your people factory. who do. Yeah, I think more people who use like old school like guitars and stuff like that. They you know don't want to change all all the parts. They just put the rubber Grolsch things over it. Yeah. It's cool because you know you got to drink a beer and then you got to put that thing on your guitar. Oh, I never thought about. But you that. know, strap locks—they're super useful. I don't see. I wouldn't. I don't think I've ever played a guitar without some type of locking mechanism on my whatever. And then I see a lot of people who don't, and then they—they're totally fine. But they're not moving on stage, and they're just kind of standing there. Yeah, I mean that's the it's, same thing with I, me though. I, I don't think, really move around that much, but. But if I change my mind and want to, I want to have those strap locks there. Yeah. You know, it's, I think a lot of these, what we're talking about is these are like not direct effect on your tone. These are things like little accessories that people just don't want to spend money on. 
because they're like, oh, well, a strap lock, that's not going to affect my guitar or my playing. So fucking why do I should spend money on it? Oh, this like, you know, stomp shield. Oh, I'm not going to have a problem remembering my settings. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes you might have 10 minutes to set up. So, and then you're yeah. going to like, oh, let me, oh God, it's people who twist their knobs all the damn time at the show. We're ranting. Sorry. I'm ranting. Move on to the next thing. Okay. So this was one thing that I got introduced to at this past NAM. I went to NAM. Did I tell you that? Oh yeah. You yeah, talk about yeah. it every day. <laughs> are you doing CrossFit too? No. But you are doing the vegan thing. Yeah. Talk, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> just we like fucking lose listeners because of that shit we want to hear you talking about shitting yourself again <laughs> none of this vegan <laughs> shit, crap I, i've shit myself before we want to talk about crap crap multiple times <laughs> anyway. that was just the one time yeah let me tell you about this <laughs> today <laughs> um so uh this is called i think the option knob that's the name of the, or the okay knob from option knob so this was one thing I was uh, downstairs and there was like one dude at this booth in Hall E, which is kind of like the up and comer kind of, you know, booths downstairs. And this one guy is kind of just like chilling out. I'm like, you know, to me, I'm just poking around every booth. I'm like, oh, let me see what this person has. And it was a really cool thing. What it is, is like a, almost like, like a key or I don't know, like a drum key. It's like a wing nut. Yeah. Like a wing nut or like a drum. It looks like a drum key that you put on top of your, like, on a, a knob. You have to pull the knob. Yeah, pull a knob on a pedal. That yeah. is. So this is about a pedal. Put this like, you know, drum key wing nut looking thing on top of there. It's plastic. And it gives you like more of a surface area or kind of like a paddle kind of thing that you can like adjust your setting with your foot while you're playing. So playing guitar and you're like, oh, I want my tre- you know, tremolo to be faster. So you can kind of like move it, you know, to make it faster. Or so move just your- to be clear, we've gone from stomp shields which prevent you yeah. <laughs> from yeah from adjusting your tone on accident to this thing which makes which it, makes you adjust it on purpose yes but also on accident but it could also like make it on you know on purpose cuz you want maybe a delayed time you can adjust your delay time for like an analog delay and have it like self oscillate you know twisting it up to like you know slower faster yeah i got you i was just waiting for you to so i was I th- trying to I think it's kind of cool because it's like, you know, we went from both sides. Don't change your settings. And now you can change your settings easier, but with your foot. <laughs> yeah. So I they both have their merits and they're both really cool products. Yeah, and so I, I do like that idea. But for me, I mean, you, you don't. I don't change anything. You ever. know, it's like I don't do a lot of that either. But the guy was cool enough. He should give me a demonstration. I got to try him out. And he hooked your boy up with one. They do have a new version out now, which is a little more streamlined. Yeah. It's called the Wingman. So make sure to check that out. I it, it kind of addresses the problems that I see with this cuz this was like maybe like their first version or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like this first version stood up a little bit too tall. So if you're trying to put this in your pedal board, yeah, bag or whatever, you might break snap it off or might have a little you know more just get a, a new pedal board. Just get a yeah, box. Just get bag. a higher one. Yeah. And so they made it uh, smaller, a little bit more sturdy, and it's called the Wingman. So, but it has a similar product. And so you kind of put your foot on it. You can maybe put your foot on top of it and twist it right to you know make it go faster, slower, whatever. Oh, from the top. And yeah, gotcha. That's cool. Tilt it, you know, maybe just like, kind of like nudge it slower, nudge it faster. Inside. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I think it's like people who you do that a lot because like uh, Full Tone makes bigger knobs that you can kind of switch with your foot. So MXR has one that you can switch with your foot, and a lot of people do that. And I can see the merits in that. And they're not expensive either. So I don't see why people wouldn't want this product. So what what's something that's on your pedal board that you think is not necessarily a novelty item? Or when you first got it, maybe you thought it was, and now you can't like live without it. Okay. This is one thing that I have wanted for a while, and I finally pulled the trigger on, um, is the Chronograph from DS Guitar Engineering. What it is, it's like a clock stopwatch on your pedal board and you you know it's like the size of like you know a mini pedal like a you know flashback mini or whatever why, why would you want that why so you can i like it because so you can be on fucking time yes not like you know doot, 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 not metronome time but time where you're you know be punctual yes because so it's literally a clock yes it's literally a clock but you can have it like a count up so you can count how long you guys have been playing mm-hmm. or a count down you can set your set time to be like oh we're have a 45 minute set count down 
start now. You push the button. It's like one knot or one foot switch, and you can you know switch the settings by holding down or whatever. Start your timer, whatever. Start it over. Yada yada. So you have this just plugged in. It doesn't run through anything. No, 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 no guitar is no in or out. It. Yeah, okay. it just like runs out a nine volt standard, and you can plug it. And I have it on my the corner of my pedal board, and we have used it ever since I bought it. Yes, and it, every sound guy. Stage manager will love you if you use these things. Why won't you just? Why wouldn't you set your calculator watch to go uh, off? You know your Casio. Because it's not 1985. Okay, that's a good good uh, rebuttal. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. So and this out. is like talking like I'm just like kissing uh, like this company's ass, but it was a smart product, and I cannot like play a show without it now. Like we even played a show where I had a streamline board where I just put my fractal on the ground. And I needed, you know. Wait, you put your pedals on the ground? I put a pedal. So, yes. Yeah, but the pet, it's like four pounds of pedal. <laughs> That's a hell of a pedal to put on the ground. Yeah. So, I did that. I didn't have room for it. So, I was able to like kind of shove it on Kyle's board. And it, because I'm like, I can't, we can't go to a show without it. Because, like, to me, I'm looking at this timer. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, people are like, ooh, just pull out your phone and look at it. Because you look like a fucking tool. If you pull out your smartphone, well, how much time do we have left? Oh, okay. Oh, I usually just check it for like text from mom. Yeah. Oh, my. Hey, Brian. My, my mom says hi. And then some other some other wise ass was like, "Oh, uh, why don't you just pressure your set and make sure it's you know thirty five minutes?" And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because I'm not accounting for banter or you know like because sometimes like okay whatever somebody has a tune what if like the drummer drops a stick what if you have to like are these start- people that like send you messages or are these from forums forums or are these the voices in your head yeah these are just like me talking shit to myself <laughs> so it's, it, everybody's like well, you don't need that because you just you know, use your phone i'm like yeah because you look like a dickhead like <laughs> i mean you know i i have enough going for me that i look like a piece of shit that i don't need to pull my phone out <laughs> in the middle of the fucking set to be like oh we got like 20 you know 10 minutes left okay and it, it's kind of cool because like you know sound guys we, we once played at soma recently and we had like a strict you know time and then like we finish right on fucking time. Because the guy was like, because uh, we started our last song. He's like, oh, you guys got three minutes. What the fuck are you doing? You starting already a song? And Because I knew our last song was like maybe two and a half minutes or less. So he started it and finished right on time. The guy's the stage manager. He's like, oh, dang. Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. You did, did, <laughs> you did can, great. You can leave now. Because he's like, oh, you finished right on time. Perfect. Uh, now move your shit off the stage. Because yeah. like he was fucking panicking. Like He's like a big dude. He's like, Whoa, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking deck this fucking idiot (laughs) and we finished because i paid attention to the chronograph okay how about this next topic here bug out bag you're talking about your your yeah i have a a bug out bag in everyday life but you know bunch of like praying mantises in there or something yeah there's bugs (laughs) bugs life yeah (laughs) it's just a dvd game Game boy it's just uh, a bugs life game in there bugs life on dvd (laughs) blu-ray And ants, just like the same fucking movie that came out at the same time. Just one has was it Woody Allen in it? Is Woody Allen really annoying? Listen to his voice. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, he's I'm fucking annoying. (laughs) Would you want to put me on an annoying cartoon character? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, B movie. First, gonna keep rolling with this topic. (laughs) Plan B. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's the deal with? Okay, so bug out bag. I am talking about for uh, your gigs, gigs yeah. for shows. We have a for the band, and we've had it forever. We probably since like what two thousand eight or something. And mm-hmm. We have like a mic box SKB. We put our mics in there, put our cables, put everything under the sun, and that you might need for a show. And the reason I bring this up is because recently, recently I've got a Furman like uh, what is it like a power strip. So it's like it is not only just a power strip, you know, for surge protection. It's also, I'm reading this, EMI RFI noise reduction to help eliminate ground hum. And the reason I why know, I... I know the ground hums. Just put your ear to it? Or yeah. It's a real hum dinger, that one. I'm throwing you off. Sorry. So that's one thing that I... We played a gig recently and it fucking sucked because it had terrible ground hum there. And I, nothing I could do about it. I have a noise uh, suppressor setting on my FX8, my fractal, but I'm like, it can only do so much. Yeah. And it was just like really bad. And the band after us, the guy had, you know, n- you know, nothing but 
noise issues because he's using a single coil and nothing but like a tuner into his whatever. And Daisy changed all his pedals on the ground. And so you played a telecaster, Daisy chained all his pedals to the fucking ground, you know, whatever. And then he had horrible noise issues. Like every time they stopped playing, he had to switch to standby. And then the guy announced the next song, he switched it back on. It was terrible. So to me, I'm like, I don't want that to fucking happen again. So I wanted to get this and I added this to our bike box, bug out bag. So Kyle, what are some things that you would have in a bug out bag? Or what's some things that we have in ours that maybe would be kind of cool? And what have we used? Well, um, we've made like a, a separate box for, for tour. I know that we've had, I guess you're changing the subject already because oh, I was going to bring that shit up. What about, okay, fine. Since you brought that up, God. I'll talk about the stage. Stuff. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not following any cues. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what the, I thought that was, those were one and the same, but I guess not. So for in mine, okay, in my bug out bag. For the one that we take on in the van on tour. What's in your Okay, bug we're out gonna bag? we're gonna jump there. How about you're gonna just do that? All right. Um well it depends on where we're going. Um if we're going to like a icy, cold winter place, I like to bring a tow cable. Okay. Throw that in there, that's really glamorous. Um flushable wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Why flushable wipes? Because uh, I don't want to clog someone's toilet up when I'm taking a bath. <laughs> taking your, your bird bath. <laughs> My bird bath. <laughs> your baby wipes. Um, extra uh, extension cords in there. Um, jumper cables. Yeah. I mean, if I've, I was a Boy Scout, so you He's, know I like to be prepared, and a lot of things go you, into that. Is a a lot of the stuff we uh, like, and we probably l- don't. L- luckily, we haven't had to haven't use, had to use that. But at least it's packed and we have it ready. Yeah. Definitely baby wipes I've used when we're on tour. Oh, yeah. you don't always get to shower when you're on tour. Yeah. You always want to get those nooks and crannies that are uh, festering. Yeah. We were <laughs> on, on tour once, and I was like <laughs> at somebody's house that they let us stay at. We didn't have time this to shower. This was a plane, though, right? No, this, this was another... uh, a different band I was on tour with. I'm like, okay, I got to you know clean myself because I'm like, I haven't, we haven't showered in like two or three days. And it's during summer. So I'm like, dude. So I'm like, I'm in like kind of like the corner of the room. And then like the other guys are kind of ch- you know, changing, getting ready. And everybody's like, you know, like, hey, you know, it's morning. Let's go. I can like nurse our hangovers and get the fuck out of here. Da, da, da. And then I'm in the corner and the guy, one of the guys is like, hey, Brian, what are you doing in the corner there? And I kind of had my, you know, <laughs> in my boxers. And I was like, um, I'm actually cleaning my under region my undercarriage with baby wipes because it's going to be fucking disgusting out there. He's like, all right. A simple masturbation joke would have been fine, but uh, thank you. And he leaves the room. He's like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, do you want some? Because I can give you some of these. Spare some. Yeah. And he's like, all right, uh, that uh, killed the joke. It killed the mood. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> so, so okay. back to the mic, back to the, your bug what, out what, box. What, what, it's it's kind of, it's not mine. It's ours. So it's our oh, mic I'm box. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. We're sharing custody now. I didn't know. Okay, fine. Now it's my problem. Okay. Well, Whenever like the, the box does something bad, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the, the mic box is an honor student, it's my box now. <laughs> Brian's box. <laughs> okay. So we have a mic box. We keep cables in there. We keep extra, um, we have picks, bunch of picks. Tons of picks. Kyle and I both use different picks, so we both had to have tons. Capo. I keep, like, a capo in every guitar <laughs> case. Even the bass In case. every bass case, because I've played shows where I've forgotten my capo, so we couldn't play certain songs. And yep. I've tried to be, like, like a you know trooper. I'm like, I can play this without a cable. Let's just, and I fuck up. We had to hire someone to hold a beer bottle across yeah. some of the frets. <laughs> just put your finger down there, and Never I'm going to play again. these chords. So always capos. <laughs> I have capos up the ass. Uh, earplugs. Literally? Yeah. <laughs> That's where I keep my spare. <laughs> earplugs. We have tons of earplugs, because yeah. you never know when you're going to need them. We don't do the in-ear thing, so. No, I don't think we'll ever will. Um, We'd like to save our hearing, so uh, earplugs. Earplugs. So that's always good. Uh, we keep our bring our own microphones, just because it's always like a shit show with that. I I bring different uh, you know, like uh, patch cables in case one of mine goes out. I bring uh, nine volts. I keep nine volt power supplies in there, like a quick like one spot or whatever. Uh, chapstick. Uh, yeah, keep punt- <laughs> keep our lips moist and luscious. Yeah, you're rubbing up against those harsh mics. Kissable lips, we want to have those. <laughs> um, um, strings, I mean, I, I've seen strings in there, but... 
I've never broken a I haven't broken a bass string in pr- probably ever. I don't, I don't I don't know. I know I have probably but 15 like, years, probably longer than yeah, that. Yeah, keep guitar strings. I always keep uh let's see, zip ties. Those are yeah. helpful. Tons of tape, duct tape, gaffers, gaffer tape. I have tons of that. I always keep markers because you never know when you're going to need a Sharpie. Yeah, because we write out our set list, so... Yeah, we, we don't plan ahead. We write <laughs> we our set list like... We don't type anything. Like, we're, instead of like taking our time to plug in our pedals on stage, we write our set list on stage. <laughs> no, you, we, write it, we write it before, usually yeah. at the... At the bar. At the merch. <laughs> yeah, at the bar. And so, we ask the bartender for requests. see, what else? I have keep uh, Phillips flathead screwdrivers. I keep a bunch of Allen keys. And I've only had to use Allen wrenches and, and different wrenches for drummer's equipment. Never for my own. Yeah. Because we've had a drummer who like had like a beat up old like hardware piece. And he's like, oh yeah, no, this will be good for shows. And we get it there, it falls apart. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I don't know. I guess I just won't have to, I, I, you know, I'll just let my snare drum kind of just hang out. And I'm like, dude, the thing's got to fall over on stage. He's like, oh, it'll be all right. So I was like, okay, no, hold on. I have an Drop. Allen key. I'll fucking oh, man. set this thing up. And he's like, yeah, you don't have any, like, why don't you tighten these before you take them out? He's like, oh, I thought they were going to be okay. Yeah, well, also on that same thing with drummers, uh, we keep an extra clutch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> extra we, clutch. Like, that's something that only for us, it might be, you know, they're like 10 bucks. Maybe buy one. I yeah. keep drum keys too. Because you know what? A drummer seems to never have <laughs> a fucking drum key. <laughs> a drum key. He doesn't have a drum key. I keep one on my uh, carabiner, on my... Uh, What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I know. I did. Don't oh, look at yeah. me like hey, that. Hey, hey, okay. Fight me. It's my guilt coming through. <laughs> the Kyle guilt. Anyway, so I uh, keep drum keys and a clutch because we had a drummer who his clutch was always like hanging. It was hanging on for dear life. It was an old piece of shit. Like, I don't know, PDP clutch or whatever. And of course he didn't want to buy one because why would a drummer want to buy a new you know piece of equipment for his own fucking <laughs> yeah. instrument? For so, his own well-being. <laughs> so uh, we played a show in front of 1,700 people. No, 2,000 people sold out. And with all-time low, we opened up for them. And the drummer's hi-hat clutch gave out on stage. So you know what? Luckily, there were stagehands that had a spare clutch and fixed it for him mid-song. Mid he kind of motioned to them to switch it out while he just moved over to a ride on the floor tom to ride on those. But it went out. So from then... That moment on, Kyle and I, we always bring a spare hi-hat clutch. Now I'm just bitching about old drummers. <laughs> yeah, that's another episode. Yeah, so uh, what else can we have? I kind of just keep like strings, picks. We talked about all that. Uh, toothpicks or like guitar picks? Um, no, I do. Uh, you're, you kind of joked about that, but uh, uh, toothpicks are great for when you're, if you're... <laughs> You know, because you, if you're what, guitar strap lock or whatever, strap button pulls out. Yeah. Put toothpicks in there and you can put it right back in and it'll work. It'll screw it and the pressure will keep it kind of in there. So, uh, Lame. I, you're that like, was supposed to be a joke. That was a joke Gosh. and you fucking killed it, bro. I brought up another topic. <laughs> so, I think it's always just like, I think Kyle and I are both on the same, just because we've been in this band and playing for so long that we've seen so many things go wrong. That you can always be prepared. And Kyle's a Boy Scout. I'm not. But I still follow the whole uh, belts and suspenders kind of (laughs) mentality. You know, if one goes out, you got the other one. It'll back you up. So sometimes like bringing a spare guitar, stuff like that. I've like played it kind of wacky sometimes. Played it wild. And sometimes I only bring one guitar. Luckily, they haven't, you know, gone out. But, you know. Well, you've dropped amps before off stage on the last... The very yeah. last show of the tour. I guess bringing tubes would be cool. I don't bring tubes. But, yeah, because I'm like, eh. Well, we don't, we're not there yet. For I don't. I don't think we, can, we could do it. Yeah. I, and now, now I say like say that. And I'm like, I've never had tubes go out on me on a show. Yeah. That's probably gonna happen next. Yeah. Way to go. You're putting out that out into the cosmos. There. Great job. All right. I feel like we're kind of just wrapping, and we need to now wrap it up. <laughs> wow so, that's an excellent segue so it's a segue baby all right thank you guys for tuning in a lot of our gabbing we uh we love you guys thank you guys for you know 
listening to us. You guys have been uh, sharing it, and we've been happy. Oh, Kyle, do you want to say this? On iTunes, what can people do? Uh, you can uh, review our podcast. You can tell us how horrible it is. <laughs> um, but just just be nice. Yeah, you don't have to. You can be a little naughty. It's around Christmas time. You guys uh-huh. want to get naughty. <laughs> and you guys, you know, hey, like we've, we have we talk a lot of shit. So if you guys want to talk shit about us, fucking might as well yeah. do it. But you won't do it. You can talk about how my breath stinks through your, your speakers. These guys, <laughs> all they do is talk about, you know, crapping themselves, burritos. No. Beer. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're running with that. Yeah. So, um, anyways, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess until next time, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe.